Hey, somehow you were able to find the Grow Your Side Business podcast, and I thank you. I'm glad you're listening. You've been sharing, you've been liking, but here's one thing I want to be able to do. We want even more people just like you to find this show. Now, the best way that people discover this show is leaving a review. So if you would do me a favor, leave a review. It literally takes five seconds. We're trying to get up to a thousand reviews across all of our platforms, so it doesn't matter where you listen to this podcast. Just go in, tap in, leave us a review. I would absolutely be so grateful that you did so that other people can hear it. Let's get back to the show. Hey, this is Chris Williams, and you are listening to our current series, The 31 Reasons to Grow Your Side Business. Listen, I know that for many people, this year is all about the resolutions, all about the things that they want to complete. Well, I'm showing you this year how to execute on those things. I want to show you 31 reasons. That's right, a reason for every single day, 10 to 15 minutes, a brand new episode is dropping, showing you why you should grow your side business this year, right now. You're in the right place at the right time. You know that. And what you need to do is execute on the opportunity that exists in front of you. Tap into today's episode as we explore why you should be growing your side business. Let's get to it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to day 17. Listen, you are here, man. You you ain't playing. You, you've been rocking all month long, every single day. And now you're here on day 17 of the 31 Reasons to grow that side business. And today we're going to be talking about one of the most important reasons so that we show up better at work. Now, I know it might sound counterintuitive and it is, but I have found that in my own life, there are so many things that if I do it the unconventional way, it tends to work out the way that I'm looking for it to work for anyway. Right? So listen, many of us do not have a jolt in our employee chapter of our career because we've mastered or gotten bored with a particular routine um, that we do at our day job every day, right? And what happens is that by the time you get into like this groove with it, you haven't taken the time to learn the other things around it. So then work just seems to kind of be boring just kind of continue to do it the way it is, right? Like nothing's necessarily quote unquote exciting. Well, when you're growing your side business, here's something that happens as a direct result of having that focus and building another revenue stream outside of work. You ultimately come back to your day job with the new eyes, new fresh ideas, new renewed energy. Why? Because now, as opposed to doing one thing all the time the same way and nothing ever changing, now you've been using your skills and and what you know in this capacity of building a business outside of that. And what happens is now you have a new perspective on those meetings, on where you're spending your time, on the outcomes, on the conversations, on those emails. You... Like everything now, it's like, it's the same job. Nothing necessarily changed at your day job, but everything started to change because now you have a new perspective. And it is the best, it's the best thing I've ever done for myself. Hands down, hands down. Uh, when I when I had a, a layoff and I came back to work, and also building my side business. 
the very first thing that I noticed that was a huge, it didn't irritate me before because I just labeled it at work as work. But once I started building a side business, I was like, yo, we're wasting time here. What am I talking about? Meetings. I, I used to look at meetings as, well, that's just a part of my job and that's my work. That is not work, ladies and gentlemen. And anybody who tells you that sitting in meetings is a part of the job, that is not it. That has nothing to do with you executing on the thing that you actually are responsible for delivering. Okay? So I remember I'm, I'm building this side business and of course I got kids and my wife and, and they got schedules, you know, the kids got, you know, all the lacrosse schedules and, and weekend practices and weekend uh, tournaments and all. So I'm, I'm really having to be mindful. Like I remember pulling out, like we we're pulling out our, our calendars, right? And we go through every single week. We're going through the week. Like, Hey, do we have time here? Okay. This has got to get done. Well, we can't do this. Well, we can do that. And we would look up and our whole month is filled in. Well, by the time I would start to get work, go to work, I would start getting irritated. I'm sitting in a meeting that was supposed to last 30 minutes. It lasted 45. I'm in a meeting. That's an hour. We really could have had this meeting for 15 minutes. I, I, I'm sitting in a meeting and we're having a redundant conversation and no real resolve. I'm sitting in a meeting and none of us that are in that meeting can actually make a decision on the thing that is on the table. I, like I just started noticing these things about meetings and I was like, this is so irritating. And I wasn't irritated by it before because I, before I had believed a lie. Hey, Dave, were you sitting in a meeting? Well, this is just part of the job. Well, I just sit in meetings all day. I used to go to work and gloat about how many meetings I sat in. And, oh, I'm so tired. We've been in three or four meetings. But, hey, that's the job. Like, that's the kind of stuff we would say at work. Boy, once I started building a side business, things changed. Do you know how aggravated I would get sitting in those meetings? And then one day, I challenged the status quo. And I'm going to give you this play. And I want you to go try it for yourself, okay? Here's what I did. I asked the question, hey, what, before we get started here, everybody, what is the intended outcome of this meeting? Is there a real intended outcome? Is something actually supposed to get done? Is there a decision that's supposed to get made? And nobody had a real answer. Well, this is our normal meeting every week and we talk about X. Yeah, but it adds no real value. And I'm in the banking industry, so, you know, people just meet to meet, right? We have a meeting before the meeting, then go to the meeting, and then we have a meeting after the meeting to talk about what was in the meeting. It's wild, right? Like, you've been there. You're doing it now, right? And so I, I, asked, I just asked the question. And I got some pushback because they're like, well, this is an important meeting. We've been, we've been having this meeting. We've been having this meeting. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you just because you've been doing something for so long and you know it's not working doesn't mean you keep doing it. That's the definition of insanity, by the way. And so I, I kept asking the question, hey, we, you know, this meeting, I, I'm, I'm sitting in this meeting, but I don't really add any value. So unless somebody has something to ask me directly, I'll, I'll just not come. That became contentious because everybody was used to status quo. The meetings made people feel 
validated. It made them feel like they were important because they said something for two seconds in an hour long meeting. The rest of the time they I am in on the side talking about the people in the meeting or talking about somebody else or watching something else on their on their laptop. People really weren't paying attention. Do you know that uh, there was an article, I believe it was an entrepreneur magazine recently that said over one hundred million dollars is spent in corporate meetings. Hundred million dollars is wasted. What they're talking about is uh, the time that you're sitting in those meetings, those several eight people. If you look at the salaries of those people and how of a waste of a time, meaning those meetings, there's no intended outcome. But we just meet to meet because that's what we're used to doing. We just we throw meetings on each other's calendars without having any real context of what we ultimately want. And then we on the other end as a receiver just accept it. Well, because such and such sent me a meeting. Clearly, they want to meet about something. And then there's this trend that happened at my office and we started having this discussion. My, my manager was with it. And I and I said, listen, um, I think there's a way that we can save ourselves more time, but be a lot more efficient if we're going to have meetings. So I'm going to give you this and I want you to run this same play at work. OK, I, li- I do. I want you if you're listening to this right now. I want you to grab a pen and a pen and I want you save this episode. If you're driving, save it. I want you to go run this play at work. First and foremost, go look at your calendar right now. It looks like a rainbow Skittles pack. I know. And I want you to just think, imagine this for a second. Imagine if you could get out of about 30% of the meetings that you're in so that you actually had time to execute on the stuff that you got while you were in those meetings. So here's what you're going to do. Number one, for every meeting that you did not organize, you're going to ask a few questions of the organizer. Number one, what is the intended outcome of this meeting? Push them on this. Status updates. That's not a reason to have a meeting. Okay. That's not a reason. I can send that by email. We could uh, update a spreadsheet, but we don't have to meet about that. Okay, so really push people and be honest. You also have to be honest with yourself because it's going to be a new habit. So number one, what is the real intended outcome of the meeting? Have them put it on the actual invite. That's number two. Number three, if you do not contribute to the intended outcome, get out of the meeting. There's other ways to validate your 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 skill set at the job. Sitting in meetings is not one of them. Okay? So that's important. What is the intended outcome? Have them put that on the agenda and you need to have an honest conversation within yourself. Do I do I contribute to this intended outcome? If you do not, say, hey, I would like to step out of this meeting. I do not add real value to this outcome. However, everybody knows you got to have information radiators. So you just tell the organizer, hey, listen, you know, I'm willing to work with you and collaborate on putting together information radiator to everyone else. Um, I'm willing to, you know, chat with you. You can send an update on the outcome from the meeting, but I'm going to bow out. Here's the other side of that. If you are the organizer of the meeting, then you got to do the same things to yourself now. So you need to ask yourself, what is the actual intent intention of this uh, outcome? What is the intended outcome? of this meeting. What is it? Write it down. Make sure it's visible to everybody. 
And you need to go back and revisit that attendee list and make sure all of those people can actually contribute. It And here's the key. The truth of the matter is most of the meetings, only two to three people, five people at the max talk um, and have something to say in most meetings. The majority of meetings are status updates. The others are some uh, ad hoc meeting that just got thrown on the calendar. Hey, now many of us know that 2023 is right around the corner and you're thinking about your own health and wellness. But you know, one of the things that's hard to do is to really put in practical application steps so that we actually do the things. Listen, I was able to get my hands on something and I started my own personal goal. I want to help 10,000 families make safer, more affordable choices just for their homes. Now, listen, I've got a little something for you. I want you to go to the link in my description, because if you fill out that information, I'm going to be able to share with you a partnership that I have in order to be able to help you be able to have access to safer, more affordable products without all the toxic chemicals. Go check out the link and I cannot wait to see you. And I hope that you and your family are one of the 10,000 we're looking to help. So let's go back into the origin of how your calendar became like the skills pack, right? How did we get here? What, what happened that made our calendars so full? There's small things that we do that contribute to the largest results that we have in our lives. Let me explain. Remember the day that Sarah came to you and said, hey, um, we're going to be having a meeting to discuss X, Y, and Z. These were the words that you said and I've said and everybody said way too many times. Hey, can you include me on that meeting? I'd like to sit in on that. And while you said that one time, you've been attending a meeting for a month, three months, six months, an entire year. That is a waste of your time. Why? Because we feel like if we're not there, we'll quote unquote miss something. FOMO is killing cultures at the job more than anything else. And at some point we need to reevaluate our FOMO, right? Like some point we got to step back and go, now I've been coming to this meeting for three months. Have I missed anything? No, I didn't. Would I have gotten the same information had I not attended this meeting? Probably. So it's a real accountability test and it's, it's different and it's going to feel weird. And you're going to feel like, am I being the, the, the challenger out here? Am I standing on an Island? And listen, if you're standing on an Island on your own, it's okay. A lot of people have done that and eventually people come over. But your time is too important. And what you need to be spending your time doing when you open up that laptop or when you're sitting at that office or when you walk into those meetings, it needs to be focused time on the actual deliverables of your job. And you will find yourself as you're growing your side business, wasting your time will become more. The things that waste your time will become more and more glaring. You'll notice it because I sure did. I get I get irritated by those things. Let me waste my time is basically always my statement. Right. But I'm not going to let you waste my time. Right. So do that. Run that exercise this week. Actually go through it. Be honest with the organizer and be honest with yourself as the organizer. And just bow out or. Get the meeting down to the actual people who can actually make a decision on something. 
not the go-between people. You know how many meetings we sit in with a bunch of go-betweens? No, uh-uh. Your time is too valuable. Your headspace is too valuable. It's a waste of time to sit in a meeting and a bunch of people are just in there that aren't actually the decision makers. It's time out for that. So that's just an exercise I wanted to give you because today it's really important that, that you understand it will when you are building this side business, you will show up better at work. And I, and I find, I found myself getting so irritated about these meetings and I couldn't figure out why. And it was like, Oh, because now my wife and I, I don't waste a lot of time at home because I'm really trying to focus on building something and I'll need to see progress. And I like to see things move forward. So it's, it's bound to happen at your job, but it's when you start looking at all of the things that contribute to your day while you're at work, you'd be like, oh my God, this is a waste of time. Or this is actually a good thing. Maybe I, we need to expand upon this, right? Maybe maybe what we do here for, for this portion of my day, when I'm sitting down and I'm actually working through this X, Y, and Z thing, this is actually a good use of my time, but I feel like I don't have enough time to do this thing. Well, now if you start deleting yourself out of meetings and only invite the people that can actually do something about whatever the decisions that you need to have made done, guess what? You will start to see your calendar slowly, slowly decrease with all the meetings. Now, here's the, here's the kicker. Here's what typically happens as we start to delete meetings. We add more. That's just crazy. Don't do that. Just because you have white space on your calendar does not mean you're being you're not being effective. Okay? It does not. It does not mean you're not being effective. It means you have time to actually execute. How about that? <laughs> right? So block out execution time on your calendar. Not just lunch, not just all those meetings, but the time you're actually going to spend executing. Okay? So that's a hack for you. Go leverage it. Let me know when you send us a comment. Let us know when you send a review. When you share this with somebody, let them know, hey, go try this at the hack. We've been talking about this at work. Here's a cool idea, all right? So listen, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Listen, we, we, are, we are moving fast around here, right? This month is going by. But guess what? As you are going through these 31 reasons to grow your side business, we have the Side Hustle Secrets course available for you now. The link is in the description, or you can go to growyoursidebusiness.com. Grab the course. I'm telling you what's in your head is profitable. And I show you literally how to turn that into something that can generate money for you on the side. All right. So you have a full fledged profitable side business. All right. So listen, do that. Jump into the course. Also get into our Facebook group, man. The side business builders group. It's a dope group. Get in, jump in, tap in and give everybody an understanding of who your skill set is and come contribute because we got some incredible things coming up in 2023. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here and showing up for yourself on another day. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow because tomorrow's going to be kind of cool. Tomorrow, we're going to be talking about a very important thing that I, I have. I think it should be a lifelong journey, but some of us think we've mastered it. And that's the ability to be able to unlearn a lot of what we've been taught. My side business has challenged me, not because of what I didn't know as much as it has been unlearning the things that I thought I knew. We'll talk more about that on tomorrow's episode. Take care and I'll see you guys then.
Hey, somehow you were able to find the Grow Your Side Business podcast, and I thank you. I'm glad you're listening. You've been sharing, you've been liking, but here's one thing I want to be able to do. We want even more people just like you to find this show. Now, the best way that people discover this show is leaving a review. So if you would do me a favor, leave a review. It literally takes five seconds. We're trying to get up to a thousand reviews across all of our platforms, so it doesn't matter where you listen to this podcast. Just go in, tap in, leave us a review. I would absolutely be so grateful that you did so that other people can hear it. Let's get back to the show.